are like the police dogs now. Are you serious? I'm, I'm serious. And they're using them now. They got so they got police robot police dogs. That's right. That are instead of a German Shepherd, you know, like your good yeah. old German Shepherd. Now it's like that Boston Dynamics dog, you know, chasing after people. So. Okay. Well, so they're not sniffing out drugs, but they're chasing people down. I don't know all the details. <laughs> I haven't checked in on my homies, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got Joe Brown in the house. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You just gotta do it. It's that opening scene, you know. You got served, you know. It just takes me back. My eyes are glazed now. Oh Thank man! You for that intro. Yeah, no. You know we got dancer in the house. We gotta play Fat Man Scoop. Listen, I, I wore the wrong shoes today. <laughs> I would have went up. Yeah. Are there? Are there? Shoes that are better for crumping than other shoes? Well, well, let's just be clear. I do not crump. <laughs> so whatever you just saw, please just don't judge that. That's not the style that I do. I know the people who do it. Um, <laughs> but for certain My kinds fault, of men, you clown? I don't do either. <laughs> Shout out to Larry. I, <laughs> I, I was watching Rise just like you. I was not there. I was on the opposite coast trying to figure out what I was watching, but I was intrigued. Um, <laughs> But no, I mean, I could I could rock in any shoe. Like I'm wearing these boots right now. Yeah. I, I'm a stepper. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So I love boots. Yeah, um, boots that are light. You know, Tim's are not really the best stepping shoe. Okay, do you know why? Uh, the steel toe, the toe, the weight. It's, the weight. It's like you're doing a real workout, and if you're doing a ten minute step show, that's that's the last thing you want to be wearing. So like. Q dogs don't wear Tims. They have like like military like style combat boots, boots. and yeah. those are lighter than Tims. Yeah, for sure. I mean, think about it. if you was in the army. Yeah, and you were wearing Tims. How do you think that would play out? I mean, I figured they do a bunch of stuff that I don't do. <laughs> like they got to dig under the thing and right. climb. Right, the, but you want so, you want to be light on your feet. It's war. That's you, true. I mean, running that's in, true. New Buck Tims, I don't know if that's the way to go. I always assumed everything they wear is heavy. Well, this is true. This is true. But those things are like necessities, right? Yeah. Like you got water, you got, you know, your food, you got your yeah. equipment, you got your artillery. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. the last thing you want weighing you down is your feet. That makes sense. No, that makes sense. You know, so... Yeah. I see how it translates to stepping. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we're not going to war, but we battling. You know what I'm saying? No, it step gets intense. It gets intense. I, I've hosted a couple step shows, mm. and it's intense. Like, like the Greeks are, are, are serious. It's not a game, and you know the the fear is not, you know, really the crowd. I mean, I just want to do well, but it's really your big brothers watching you in the stands. Like, you know, you better. Got you. You better turn up. You better Got win you. the show. And they don't see you all the time. No. They don't see you stomping the yard. No, actually, they they come in the night before the step show. At okay. least my big brothers do to okay. give their notes. But if you're giving notes the night before, guess what's going to happen? I, I don't know. For I don't me, absolutely say. nothing. As the stepmaster, okay. I, I would take the notes and say... Yes, I hear you, big brother. Sure, big brother. Yeah, but it's too no late. Doubt, but it's too late, big brother. Yeah, you've practiced so long. Yeah, it's too late. And back in the day, you know, I'm a professional dancer now where we, you know, in the commercial world, you turn over things in like two, three days and then really? you, you go live. 
But back in the day, we were rehearsing for like two, three months. Sure. Know, in classrooms, no mirrors for the yeah. step show. So it was a little different. Man, this is probably so different now because like everyone has a camera phone. And everyone can just like record and like yeah. see how stuff looks. Yeah, it's it's a lot different. I was I was coming through back in the early two thousands, you know, where YouTube was just mm -hmm. you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It yeah. wasn't like this big thing. It was chocolate rain. It was hats. <laughs> you know, Soldier Boy. You know, it was an era. Yeah, but yeah. but we weren't so confined to YouTube or trying to find you know, the tapes of what other cats were doing. We were just going with uh. the tapes or, or the people that were teaching us the steps. Mm -hmm. And then at the time, you know, ABDC was, was getting big. So America's Best, best Dance, dance Remember crew. that? With yeah, the yeah. And all that? I, I used to love that show because when you lost, you had to go up there and dance again. Right. As like, <laughs> But do you remember what would happen when you lost the battle? No. Your flag would drop. Oh, and yeah. then they would make you collect it. I thought that was yeah, that's pretty disrespectful. No, MTV was like really they they was trying to get get people to break down on camera. No, literally, I think yeah. there was someone up there with scissors like cutting that flag. And then <laughs> what a job! Can you yeah. Oh man, and then like you had to dance, but you just lost, so you sad. Well, well, you know that that was the era that that really inspired me, just as a choreographer, a step to like start introducing like more dance. Okay, but see, everyone is not a dancer, let alone a stepper, when you join these organizations. Okay, well, like, what's the difference between a dancer and a stepper? Well, stepping doesn't require music, so automatically, mm. you know, you're relying on each other to keep the pace, keep the rhythm. You're not relying on music, which dancers do. Got you. Also, if you mess up in the step, everyone's going to hear it. And in the step world, what we call that when the steps are not aligning, we call it popcorn. Popcorn. Right, because okay. like, you put a bag of popcorn in a microwave. Pop, 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 pop It's pop. just random. Mm -hmm. So those would be notes. Like sometimes I would judge competitions and then... You have the scorecard or whatever, but then there's like notes, and then I would just write popcorn. Okay, okay, dang. I know it's, right. it's, it's 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 harsh. Is that is that a secret? Like, are we allowed to know this stuff? No, this is, is this, this is this is this is public information. Because popcorn was not in the movie Stomp the Yard. Well, you know, Stomp the Yard was a movie. Yes. So, you know, there's certain parts of of, of the step world that you know may elude the wider audience. So, mm -hmm. if you said popcorn. You know, to the world, they would probably not really understand what that was. But if you're introducing the world to a thing, I feel like you could you could have put us on terms that would authenticate it. Instead if I was of like, there, brother, yeah, popcorn would have been in the movie. It sucks because I feel like in Hollywood, they're always like, you got one shot. And so it's like Stomp the Yard's not not a, a mean, cult classic. So now they're not trying to make like like you more. Know, well, it is for movies. some. It, it is for a lot of people. I think you know it got mixed reviews from the the Greek community just yeah. because there were certain parts of the movie where it was like ah, that doesn't really happen. Like we don't recruit for stepping. Like we not. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We're not passing out pamphlets. You're like, not like, yo, I mean, you look like you got rid of He's a like, bad dude, but right. look at his step. Right. Look at, look at him walk <laughs> in time. Like, he's probably a great stepper. Come join my organization. Like, that's never going down. Also, are there non Greek steppers just battling like Greeks? They're, well, no. <laughs> I was about to say yes, but that's a, that's a hard no. <laughs> 
I don't remember in college, like, yeah, no, nah, we're a step group. Like, like we're not Greek, but... But we know, about to battle the alphas. But we step, yeah. No, that's never going down. I mean, I think there's a certain part of the stepping culture where it's like the Divine Nine, which it, it was birthed out of that culture, right? Sure, they're trying to get them out of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not funny, but I laugh because it's... Based on all the things that's going on in the world, it's kind of ridiculous. It's crazy. You know what it's I'm saying? It's nuts. And I'm like, but why? Yeah. Are we are we stomping the yard too hard? The, yeah. That, I mean, At the polls? It's 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 kind of wild. It's kind of wild for them to be like, nah, nah, nah. You know, we don't need it, the ruckus. these groups because they exclude other groups, which they don't. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if you want to see somebody be hyped up, go see, go see a white kappa, go see, <laughs> go see they be someone. The most yeah, they, you know, we have white go people in our organizations. A, they be a riding brown hard. alpha, and you will see people hyping somebody up. But I think encouragement. That's, I think that's black culture in general. Yeah, if you like, look on like you know TikTok and, sure. and whatnot, like if. White person is dancing to genuine. It's it's like the second coming. Go watch Lisa Stansfield on the Apollo. Okay. They you would have thought it was like Aretha Franklin, James Brown, this Michael has been Jackson. Around all, the world and yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I she said, got out there, they're like, nah, but, Go Lisa. Right, they were, go Lisa. But let's just be clear, Lisa. that was a bop. It was a bop. But and it must have <laughs> been at its peak with us. At the time they recorded that, but they were hyping her up like she was about to start That's dancing. Right. All fifty people in the Apollo Theater. Yeah, have you ever been? I I've been. Uh, I haven't been in the main room. Okay. I, I did the Apollo Comedy Club. Okay, and so like yeah, and and being on that marquee and stuff was amazing. I do need to go Congrats to like an actual That's show in the it's, Apollo. It's small. Yeah. So, all, like I said, but on TV it looks huge. It looks huge. It, it I'm like, that's like a five thousand seater, and it's like maybe twelve hundred. Okay, I have a question. Do you remember? Because for me in New York, the Apollo came on like at one o'clock in the morning. It's showtime, right? Da, 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 the and, Apollo and tonight, tonight yeah. Kiki Shepard. Most episodes are on Tubi. Really? All episodes were on Tubi during the pandemic. I don't know who got their episodes pulled or <laughs> what, but it's 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 sporadic now. What now, what era is this? Is this Steve Harvey? This before? is pre-Sinbad. Oh, like, 87 okay. all the way to, like, like around Anthony Anderson, okay. 02, 03, 04. Like, they got a whole they got gang of episodes. Yeah. Because there was this lady... I remember definitely during Sinbad days, and she okay. would sit in the front row. Oh, the older lady the with old the glasses, lady, and, and she, she would, would be, be like popping. grabbing people That's and right. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, wonder yeah. where she's at now. I, hopefully, I gotta she's give still her, her flowers, yeah. you know, because she she really <laughs> big up to the the lady in the front row at the yeah. Apollo. We miss you. We love you. But man, I gotta give you your flowers, Joe Brown. You always doing stuff. First of all, I met you on Sherman Showcase. Big up you Sherman know, Showcase. And, and you're not just dancing. Sometimes you you was acting. Sometimes you was mm -hmm. doing whatever was needed. You That's know. a great way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> if we if we needed somebody in a particular role, you know, regardless of what national background, what <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, like you you was out Nigerian security you was a Nigerian guard. Ethiopian whatever i got chopped you know? in half yeah that was actually my first death scene okay okay on camera and i'm i'm quite i'm quite proud of that 
Come on, man. You was you was in homecoming with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, you you was in the in the Super Bowl with the weekend. That's right, master. You, you be doing big stuff, man. Listen, be, Rob, I appreciate you, it, man. It's not a one more time. Just, Shirley Ralph accused you of kissing her at the party and whatnot. Oh, that was a different Joe Brown. My bad. That was See, that this was, is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's just clear the air. My name is Joe Brown. You but... was down there doing something you wasn't supposed to be doing. You was not... <laughs> I'm not that Joe Brown. Okay. Let's just be clear. You can check it on Google. <laughs> Um, no, but that that experience on Sherman Showcase was like very illuminating. I honestly, when I auditioned for it, mm-hmm. didn't know anything about it. It said sketch comedy. That's nuts. <laughs> That's nuts. But I was like, it said going through the eras. Mm-hmm. I love sketch comedy. You know, and Living Color, all those shows growing up. So I'm like, yeah. let's go for it. And then once I got the call, meeting everyone, it just felt like I already knew everyone. It was crazy because like like writing the show, you think, all right. This is how I see it, mm-hmm. but also like, who knows how it's gonna be? What hands it's gonna go through? That's right. And then uh, seeing you guys made it like, oh, this is they're real. Do- they got the right people. Like mm-hmm. they they're doing the dances, they're doing the stuff, especially yeah. like uh, like uh, the black kids in the white school. Like I I uh I helped on that, but that was you but know do that was you like know, a sheer thing. Do you know how real that song was for me? No. So no. so I'm, flowers for you for writing that. Well, well, it was it was a, a team effort. Yeah, yeah. No, for no, all no, of y'all that writing was, that. That was a sheer idea, of, but then it was like that's my I life. know this. Yeah. And I'm sure it's a lot of our a lives, lot, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so you know that song, along with so many other things that I feel like are kind of pocketed in sure. in in our community, like going to these types of universities and mm-hmm, our experiences. Mm-hmm. Those stories are not told as often, and and you guys bring that to the forefront in a funny way. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm I'm at home, yeah, because yeah. these are the conversations, these are the conversations and the jokes that we were having. Like, I went to MIT. You know, as an undergrad. Oh wow, wow, mm-hmm. dang! These are these are the facts. You know, you. <laughs> I'm a nerd, but you play it off so like like we didn't. I don't. I did not know that for real. You if I that. went to MIT, you would have heard about it. <laughs> Do license plate holder, sweatshirt, now, phone case. Now more recently. lanyard. <laughs> I you would Calculator. know, yeah. You know, I I wasn't wearing or representing MIT in that way because our culture is really not about that. Like, sure, I, we're we're about they call us the blue collar school in that we do the work, but we don't like brag about it. Oh, okay, do you know what I'm saying? Okay, so that's on brand and not that's kind to of not on brand. But branding the the MIT thing. But brother, recently, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, I am where I am in Hollywood, I think because I have more of a, a presence, I, I took it upon myself to, when I, I visited MIT uh, last year, to okay. give a, a keynote, and I went to the shop, and I was like, yo! yo. <laughs> keynote at MIT! Come on, man. That's the school Will Smith was supposed to go the, to. I am fulfilling that legacy. Like, Will, like Will's parents was like, all right, you got one year to That's make right. it at rapping. Or else you you going, going to, to MIT, MIT as if it was punishment. Yeah, 
Well, and so as a kid, I'm always like, "Yo, MIT is is got to be up there. No, he it, got a perfect score in listen, verbal. Like he's a genius in his own right, so mm-hmm. it makes sense." But I went there and I was like, because I'm in entertainment, I want people to know like there are different types of entertainers out there who have yeah. different backgrounds. And so I was like, I'm gonna start wearing this MIT sweatshirt on sets when I'm choreographing whatever it is, and then it just always strikes up the best conversations. Yeah, do do, do people try to play you? Now you know what? how many people roll up on you like what you know about MIT? Now, and, and, that's, and, a, that's a problem with y'all black people today. Y'all just out, <laughs> just out here wearing the school. Y'all don't know nothing about the school. <laughs> There's been a few times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's first shock, and I okay. know part of it might be you went to MIT because it's yeah. a great school. Yeah, yeah. But then they say you you went to MIT, and they they see what I look like. Yeah. One, they see what I'm doing. I'm dancing around. It's like, there's no way this kid went to MIT. So the questions start coming. I get interrogated by strangers. Really? Yeah. They're like, they pressing you. They're pressing me. What was your major? Now, if you went to MIT, you would know that we don't say our major like mechanical engineering. Okay. We go by numbers. So come on, mechanical man. Y'all engineering. Y'all mathing it up. Y'all is, math, is, even math in the right. major. Mechanical engineering is course two. Okay. So if you really wanted to tell the tale. If you want right. to ask, like, did you go to MIT? What was your course? And someone's like, oh, I majored in whatever it is. And they don't Yo. say the number. It's not real. Y'all out there trying to flex at the bar <laughs> like y'all went to MIT. Y'all got, get your numbers right. <laughs> Look up the numbers before y'all out here lying. That's right. And get caught in your lie. That's right. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, And then one guy, he was like, oh, did you know that MIT spelled backwards was Tim? Now, anyone in their right mind can see that. MIT spelled backwards is Tim. But yeah. what you don't know is that Tim is actually the name of our mascot, which is a beaver. Okay. Take a moment on that. Okay. Why do you think it's a beaver? It's a beaver because um, <laughs> beavers, like, they make, they, they, they joint, they... So like they they kind of the architects of nature, the engineers, the engineers of nature. Of nature. You're right. Listen, Ooh. you press the bomb for yourself. Come on, <laughs> yo, yeah, I I put that together in real time. You did it. Yeah, yeah, I'm proud yeah. Of you. Yeah, because at first I was I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of another things. beaver, <laughs> and then I was like, well, nah, that don't make sense. That doesn't they, make they sense. They two in the math for that beaver, but then like the engineer did. Nah, I, I'm with it now. Shout out to Tim, man. Listen, Tim the Beaver. <laughs> you know, I ran track there, so it was always interesting. You running against the wolves, you know, the Titans, and then here we come the beavers. Okay. But it's all good. Now, who do y'all run against at MIT? Well, like, so who? MIT, we're D three. Okay. But by choice, because the school wants there to be more focused on academics. Obviously. Got you. Okay. But my track coach, he ran it like a D one program, and we would race sometimes against D one. So he would try to do two a days, and I'm like, yo, I got, I got calculus. Like, I can't, yeah, I got to do this. So you, so you good at at calculus? Yes. No, I say yo, that calculus I, is the one. I that say that I was now, like, yo, but I, it's been I some had time. to bounce from math. It's a it's a thing. My and, my one class I was always differential equations. That's okay. like the third level, which was crazy. Okay. Yeah, no, I um never got a B in math, and then I hit calculus. And you hit the B. I hit the B. Okay. And then I was like, yo, I'm I'm good. And I was in A B. I wasn't even in B C. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's something to commend 
But like, you know, I always knew I was going to be in the arts. Like okay. they would always like my math teachers would always try to get me in the like math side of things. And I always just felt like if I do that, I can't be in the You're arts. Gonna, well, listen, bro, you can do both. Dang, if I knew a young Joe Brown back in the day, my life might be different. In many ways. <laughs> For sure. I was I was I was a very interesting kid because I was a thinker. I was creative. I was I was involved, but I was also knucklehead at times. Like okay. you know, I got into a lot of mischief as a kid just because it's yeah. New York City. It's a playground of mischief and not the work. Like, let me just be clear, mom is watching. <laughs> it wasn't mischief, mischief, but it was like kids, you know, we get into Yeah, yeah. Well, like, okay, I lived in New York for a few years and I would notice that like it was some independent 12-year-olds. This is what I'm saying. Like, like if, it, and I was like, oh, if I lived here, I like comic books. I could ride a train to the comic book store. That's right. I wouldn't have to just be limited to what they have at Publix. That's You know? <laughs> and so then it's like, oh, okay. If I like music, I could go to the Virgin record store and listen to music all day. That's oh, right. Being a kid here might be lit. I might have started stand up at sixteen. No, but this is real though. And yeah. the city forces you to grow up quicker, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. mom, you know, she raised me and my sister, single mom. She worked in Astoria as a nurse. Big up to moms and that. Um but Did you we, grow up in Queens? Both. So really when you're in New York, I grew up in Long Island, I grew up in Queens, family in Brooklyn and the Bronx. It was okay. like Every weekend I was somewhere else. A lot of my family is in Brooklyn. My dad and mom are from Brooklyn. Okay. So you are part of the whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to take the bus at a young age, like the public bus. Yeah. You know, we the were... bus is nice now. They got USB ports. For real? Yeah. It's been a while. You could charge your phone. No, it's crazy. Because they back got in tap. The... What? They got tap. They the bus didn't used to take dollars, right? This is yes. You would have to have like a bunch of it quarters if you didn't have a card. That's right. They skipped dollar bills and went <laughs> right to tap. Well, so we had so for my school, they they issued like a student pass metro card. Okay, which was actually lit because it just wasn't for the bus that we had to take to school. It was unlimited. It was unlimited. Oh, so this see, is our, where the mischief comes in. Our school started with the unlimited, and then by the end of school, it was like, all right, you get like thirty rides, and a then month. that's it. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't you over here going to Coney Island? You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, well, like I, this Atlanta, so you know we on the Marta bus, but still, it's like, yeah, yeah. I think I think they stopped that now. <laughs> like you know, now the train is crazy. It's like three dollars, four dollars to ride. I'm yeah, like, it's like like three, three something. It's crazy, yeah. but you know, I I appreciate growing up in New York in that time. You know. Uh, there was just so much activity, so much, so many things to do. Um, there's a funny story, and when I say mischief, this is this is a funny story. Okay, my friends and I had decided that we were going to go to 106 and Park. We okay. were gonna we were gonna skip track practice. Okay, right to go to 106 and Park. How old were you? We were in high school. This high is, school. This is like junior. inappropriate age to be at 106 and Park. That's right. Okay. But me, I'm I'm a little scary. I mean, my mom, she don't play. So we get to the bus stop. We about to go to the train. Mm-hmm. We get to the train, and your boy busts the U-turn. Because in my mind, I'm like, somehow, someway, my mom is going to get home from work. She's going to turn on the TV, BET, 
106 in Park, and she's going to see she's my gonna behind. see you on there. Harlem shaking with Bow Wow, <laughs> and it's going to be a problem. Do you know who the guest was going to be? You know what? I have no idea. Yeah? It was just the idea that we were going, we you were committed. You could have saw Michelle fall. <laughs> you could have been right there when that happened. You could have... You could have seen Genuine on the stretcher. Yeah, that you know that was iconic. <laughs> Someone thought about that performance. You could have seen AJ poor, give Janet Jackson a lap dance. <laughs> but poor Michelle, man. Poor Michelle. It happens though. In entertainment, anything can happen. It's just yeah. unfortunate that it was the opening eight count. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't even get mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the song. So I don't know what shoes or the floor is slick. I don't know. Someone slicked the floor. We should review that. I mean, Destiny's Child at that point, at Destiny Fulfilled Time, they still performing on TV. They don't have to. This is true. We, we know who they this are. We know what they can do. We've seen them on the big stage. Right. They performed at the, the BT Awards that they same year. They didn't have to perform at 106 in Park. So really, you know, you got you got to look at 106 and like what's going on. Like, did they how, have it out for them? Happen? Yeah, was someone buffing, shining? I'm, maybe that's it. Cause maybe they were like, "Definitely, shower gonna be here. You you better clean that floor. That's up. right. But you better but bu- stage right. Just <laughs> use a little bit more mop and glow. No, I think I think that they got it too sparkly. Oh, because they, they were they knew, was they were shut. They were like, all right, this ain't no regular day now. Okay, this ain't this ain't just Chingy coming through. This is Destiny's Child. All right, y'all better buff this floor. Okay, they ain't doing one call away. All right, this this is a big deal. Yeah, they had the Sandman in there, <laughs> brushing by. Yeah, no. Um, but one oh six, that was iconic growing up. You know, everyone wanted to go, and now it's just like that's just a a memory that we can catch on. Is it on Tubi? No, I mean some some moments are on. Uh, uh, YouTube, but you know the things that are on YouTube are the things that people wanted to tape. This is true, and so certain things people didn't tape. Sometimes you don't get the commercials. Sometimes you do get the commercials. Sometimes you know there's there's certain interviews that we probably will never see. Right, because I mean there's certain moments we probably will never you know yeah, and that and that's okay. I mean. Low key, sometimes the best part of watching these TV shows were the commercials. Let's just be real. Sure, I mean, I, I think BT at that time was a little heavy on the commercials. So. They were heavy on a lot of things. <laughs> so I feel like there was there was a lot a lot more commercial breaks on BT shows mm-hmm. at that time. I can't really prove it, but it used to feel that. I way. I mean, I know they had the McDonald's. You know what mm-hmm. was it? The mm-hmm. the Soul versions. Do you remember you that? Three sixty five black. <laughs> You know, like like Black History Month all year round. You got you got the the uh, neo soul. I saw you creeping. That's right. Oh, what thoughts were you keeping? That's 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 Make classic. Love it, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had vocals, bro. <laughs> this, this a little bit. I be I be singing on Patreon, man. Subscribe to the Patreon. Y'all want to hear me sing? You gotta find it. I, I can't tell you where it is. It was. You uh, don't have your your username. You're not gonna give us the handle. Oh yeah, no, the inconsistent podcast. I think. Okay, I think that's it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I need to see these vocals. <laughs> <laughs> these vocals. Listen, 106 in Park, but you know, BT at that time was very pivotal for me growing mm-hmm. up, young artist, seeing all these these types of programs. You know, they had hits. Remember hits. Hits from the street. Hits from the street. He staged I was his own death. About hits from the street. Yo, he man. staged his own death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an episode. Mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. iconic. You had Cedar's World. Cedar's World. Like I feel like BET doesn't have you know a basement rap city. Rap city. 
You yeah. know, I'm, I miss that. Dearly. I miss that, and I, I hate that the kids don't have a place. You know? You know, like, I saw a thing, and it was, like, some MTV, like, uh, interview with Ice Spice, and it felt like they had to do so much work mm-hmm. just to communicate with her. Mm. And I wish that there was, like, a place where it could just be all shorthand and, you know, she could feel comfortable. Like, right, sit on like the a, couch and yeah, just vibe, you know. Yeah, like. I feel like that is definitely missing. And I think I think we get interviews with artists. I think we do get, uh, uh, you know, we do get, like, performances and stuff. But there, I feel like there is an element of a of a just a home base that that's is right. kind of missing. Well, yeah, know? because, I mean, right now the home base is each artist's Instagram page. Mm-hmm, you go mm-hmm. there, but it's like that's that's crafted, right? Yeah. Based on the artist and what they want us to see. Whereas, like, if you have an artist sitting on the couch getting interviewed, obviously they chop it up. Yeah. But you're still getting their essence, just their personality a little bit more. A lot of these rappers need to get in the booth for Rap City. Come on. I would love to see some freestyles. Big Tigger, where you at? Bring it back on Big Instagram Tigger's or something. Big Tigger's in Atlanta. Is he? Yeah. You have his number? He on the radio in Atlanta. I, I know the, the V103 number. I mean, <laughs> it's a thing. Hit him yeah. up. That could be a, a new a new splash in life. I feel like I feel like they trying to bring back some stuff, but I, I don't know. I think, I think streaming's got everybody away from appointment watching. That's fair. And I think that, like... TRL 106 and Park was like an appointment watch That's right. era. Like you got to six o'clock, you got to make gotta a decision. Which one are you going to watch? You know, you kind of scoping like who's over there, who's over there. But, you know, if nobody's anywhere, I'm, I'm going 106. <laughs> I'm going to VH1. Yeah. Give so, me pop-up video. Okay, so you make the U-turn, you go to school? Yes. Okay. No, well, I go back home. You went home? I went home. Mm. And, and I turned on the television and I saw my friends, and and it, it was it was heartbreaking. What'd you have on? You know, I definitely had on some some platinum jeans. Y'all okay. remember platinum jeans? Ooh, with a little shiny crinkle, yeah. but but not the yeah. most comfortable. Yeah, they weren't like 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 silver jeans, but the stitching is like a different color. That's right, but yeah, the, yeah. The, it didn't quite fit. I mean, it was crinkly, but it was kind of hard and rough. You know what I'm trying to say? Okay. The platinum setting that they, they put on it, it didn't let the jean breathe. Yeah, yeah. Jay-Z Volume 3 cover. <laughs> you had you had just the jeans or you had the, no, you no, had the jacket had the, too? I had the, I had the whole full jean jacket suit and okay. I, had, I had on some gray Tims. Okay. I was hot. All right. In that moment, I had my Literally. chain. Literally. I was hot, literally, because if you know, yeah, those jeans you don't breathe. That, you in that platform? And with then, that. and then I had, if I remember, I had a white headband because that okay. was a thing too. So okay. I was, I was ready to rock. Yeah, no, you was fresh. So You're I was bit, fresh on the way home. Unless, unless it was like over for that, for that style. But if it was, no, if I it was, was like that like was the style. Early this like two thousand to o two o three. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't late jeans. to the game. All right, with shiny the headband. Suit man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. Listen, what were you what were you rocking back then? Oh man, I would you know, velour outfits. Okay, yes. Uh, you know, I um Fubu until until it was it was over for Fubu. It was like having over Christmas break. Now now let me tell you, <laughs> cause I just had this discussion, right? I was listening to Solange and mm-hmm. she got that song, Fubu. 
Okay. On her first drink. Yeah, yeah. And and this is for us. For this yeah. is for us. Yeah. Now I have a question. Do you think the end of Fubu was when other people started rocking Fubu? And when I say other people, I mean other people. Okay. I remember Fubu, right? Ninety nine, like like before ninety nine a little bit. Mm-hmm. I remember oh five jerseys. Yes. Fade in one color to the other <laughs> color. Mm-hmm. Right. Rep your city uh-huh. with the like, like you know Harlem or like Dirty South yep. or like you know. Then you, you take me back. Yeah, okay. with yep. the, and them things was hot. Mm-hmm. Them polyester. <laughs> I don't know what kind of like like double it material. Didn't and then patent leather mm-hmm. lettering on it. That's right. Okay. Then we get the platinum Fubu, Fat Albert. We still in the game. Which I never purchased, by the way, because Fat Albert was giving fat prices. Okay. You know, Fat Albert was expensive. I never had anything Fat Albert. Mm-hmm. But I would see I would see it in the window. You'd be in the mall. It was up top You would to me. see it. That top row is like. Unreachable. Unreachable. Unreachable price. Unreachable where it was positioned in the store. Yeah, it my was, mom was like, was don't even look there, up there. Right? Mm-hmm. Then I don't know what happened. Platinum FUBU. But then they got the Harlem Globetrotters mm-hmm. right before Christmas break. Mm-hmm. The day after Christmas, Harlem Globetrotters, like 70% off. We looking like, what is happening? <laughs> what happened to FUBU so that quick? Are you blaming it on the Harlem Globetrotters that FUBU went down? I'm saying that- Harlem Globetrotters got in right at the end, uh-huh, and, then and, then, and it was over. Like, if you went all in on Harlem Globetrotters, it was a wrap. So, so, so are you saying that's a correlation, that collaboration, or was it something else? It was just time. Like, we did enough, we did Fat Albert already, and now it's just doing too much. I think, I don't know. I think, I think there was already a general consensus. People were already, like, it's so weird because that era, it was all about those brands. It was like, Fat Farm and Nietzsche, Pele, uh, Pele, 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 what Mecca, was, uh, Maurice. Uh, the Jabot uh, jeans. Jabot. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. Did yeah, I pronounce yeah. that right? How do you say it? I don't know. It was, I, it's I, French. So I, I say I, what the people around me in Atlanta were saying. So, I, yeah, I never say, say, say Maurice, one more time. Francois, Jabot. <laughs> like, I, I'm always saying Jabot. But that's just, I don't know. I don't know. I think when I'm thinking about it, because I was just getting to, to college. Like, okay. I graduated in 03. And this is the time, mind you, this is Boston. But I don't know if it was a Boston thing, but. Polos and Lacoste was coming through, and the preppy oh, yeah. look. So I feel like yeah, that yeah. might have started to eliminate that vibe that, that was, we were rocking. Yeah, no, that that definitely was happening. And then you know, Kanye, that's Jay-Z right, changed clothes. That's right, literally, Usher, we changed yeah. clothes. They made us change clothes. You know, and then and then after that, it's like people wearing button downs, right, with the Did, blazers. You ever the do the button down with the two collars? Yo, you. <laughs> I gotta take a sip. Hold on. <laughs> because I had a whole double collar, yeah. pop collar, okay. polo face. Okay. And okay. I just remember there were just, in my opinion at the time, a few haters were like, yo, you're doing too much. And I thought I was fresh. They were color coded, they matched yeah. my sneakers. Like, I thought I was on. I found a picture the other day. Ooh. And I said, to my younger self, yeah, you were doing too much. You were doing too much. All right, because what was the purpose? What was what was the reason? 
you know, I seen I seen somebody do it on Next. <laughs> and I was like, I think I could do that. Now this is where I messed up. I messed up because I'm I'm trying to flex. But I only got one good Ralph Lauren polo. Okay, so the one so underneath. So it's a Hagar polo <laughs> under a Ralph Lauren polo. The buttons They had the one with the champs. It was like a C with wings on it. Remember, it was like a, it was an off, offshoot. Okay. Because okay. they had Lacoste. Then they had La Tigre, which yeah. was like a step down as yeah, far as yeah. like the animal mm-hmm, planet mm-hmm, situation. Mm-hmm. But it was like like La Tigre was better than a United States Polo That's Association. Right. That's right. You know, a Beverly Hills Polo Club. This is true. It's, a, it's above that, but it ain't Lacoste. It's never Lacoste. But also, not too many people in the school got Lacoste. No, because, like, I mean, they were like $80 yeah, a pop. Yeah. But it's okay. No one knew it was underneath the, the first polo. The drug dealer's kids... <laughs> Just starting off like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, we had some Tariqs and some Canaans at our school (laughs) that, like, I don't know what their parents did, but they got every throwback jersey. They got, you know. Listen, listen. They might have been part of the game already. Slinging them things. That's real. I'm not going to say any names, but the people who went to high school with me know exactly who I'm talking about. And they are watching right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was an era, double pop collars, again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. dressing preppy. I don't know. Did you have boat shoes? Did you do that? I was one of the first people in my high school that had boat oh, shoes. Oh, excuse me. Like, I, like, like when I got Sperry's, no one at our school even knew. What that was. What that was. Like, How did they react to you showing up with boat shoes? It was mixed. Okay. Because, like, some people was like, oh, this this the next wave. Like, uh-huh. this is crazy. And then other people was like, man, this, you know. Where's your boat? Yeah. Because I don't well, see no, Well, no, no association to boat shoes and boats. Oh, they didn't at know. At all. They didn't even know. They thought you were just were coming like, through with some new why flavor. Why are you not wearing those, like, for awards day? <laughs> like, why are you not wearing those for, like, a special occasion? Okay. You came in here with some brown shoes. <laughs> like, they, they treated me like I had on some dress shoes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they were on the verge. They were very Charlie Brown, if you look back at it. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, but but it was an era. It was an era. It you was an era. You know, boat shoes. For us in New York, we, we had boat shoes but diesel took over that was a whole wave do you remember diesel shoes they were like mm. european shoes and they were very square tip at the toe oh man yeah 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 you remember that yeah but then we started we rocking rocking those in atlanta yeah there was a time you know new yorkers started rocking more form-fitting clothing okay Okay. So those shoes were were diving into the European vibe of dress. So our jeans got tighter. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And and the FUBU was out the door. The yeah. polos came through. And again, I wish I could show you some pictures, bro. I'm like, I know. I feel like there's so there's so few pictures. Like the pictures are like the days I just thought, oh man, this is it. That's right. Like like polo tucked in. Big belt buckle. The belt buckle. Yeah, you had yeah. a diplomat straight. You know, they had the mm-hmm, the eagle. Mm-hmm. I had a Rockerwear belt buckle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You were on that side. I was on that side. Okay. Yeah, yeah, You were yeah. wearing powder pink? Team rock every day. Uh, no no pink for real. I had a I had a polo with a pink man, but I didn't have like a, a full. A polo with a pink man. Oh, you mean like, like his the, outfit the, was the, the, the golfer? Well, like every, yeah, the horse Not and the everything. Golfer. Yeah. Look at me. MIT. You good? What is that called again? What? Polo. 
Polo, yeah, yeah. That's why it's called Polo. Yeah, yeah. Forgive me, y'all. You good. You, you know, good. I have my yeah. moments. Don't judge me. Ain't nobody judging you. Okay, bro. I'm looking at, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you. He's like, what? it's golf. No. It's I, not golf. No, you But good. there was a, a shirt with a golfer on it. Like polo shirts. It wasn't polo, but there was a golf from oh, it. Or am yeah. I tripping? Yeah, no, no, no. That sounds familiar. I definitely remember seeing a golfer on a shirt. Okay. You know? Thanks for covering me, bro. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> more better, more cheddar, knock the man off your polo sweater. <laughs> fashion, man. I, I don't know where we are at right now. Where do you find yourself like in the fashion trends? Honestly, it's it's tough because uh I feel like the I feel like we were already headed towards like the laziest era of fashion, the most sweats, mm-hmm. and just like you think that's like because uh, of quarantine. I think quarantine intensified it. I think I was already getting to the point where you would go to a, a nice five star restaurant and see somebody in sweats. This is facts. Now, right? do you think this is just L.A. because L.A. be kind of lazy? Atlanta too, for real. Okay. Yeah, I feel like. I've I've had some dress codes enforced in New York, mm-hmm. but I feel like in Atlanta, I feel like out here, I don't really see dress codes being enforced. Oh, not at all, man. When I moved out here, um, you know, I'm coming with East Coast, just everything. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we're like, yo, we going to the club. So yeah. me, you know, the blazer comes out. I got a dress shirt on. Sure. You know, I'm dressed. Sure. Get to the club. And my boys are like, yo, you're overdressed. And I'm looking at them like, you just wearing jeans and t-shirt, like, and sneakers, yeah. like, it's the club. We get in there, and I realize why everyone's in t-shirt jeans, because it's hot. Yeah. So I start busting the move. I got my blazer on. I'm, I'm, I'm out 30 minutes in the game. I want to go home because I'm drenched. Yeah. So I learned real, real quick, like, L.A. is just a different vibe. L.A. is a different vibe. And it's weird because, like, okay... You got some spots you'll go to and you're like, oh, man, I got to dress to the nines. Right. You get there and it's people with like a V-neck shirt. Right. And a They're chain dressed on. to the fives and the fours. Yeah. They're not. And so then, exactly. <laughs> and so then you go other places and you're like, I'm not going to dress up. I'm going to mm-hmm. put my chain on my T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And then and you then, get there and they don't want to let you in. Right. They're like, I'm sorry, but, you know, they're, you the, know. The, the back door is over there. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like. Black Hollywood enforced dress codes way more. I agree with that. Than like, I feel like like everyone else is just kind of like, all right, it says black tie, but if you show up in something that look like a costume, that's fine. <laughs> you know, like that's cool <laughs> because you might be somebody. You might be somebody. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. You show up wearing and you know your slippers, and they're like, he yeah. got bucks. Oh yeah, he got he got slipper bucks. He's a director. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many directors show up. I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I will say this: majority of the time when I see directors, their clothes or whatever, very like casual, but their sneakers are usually on point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the the minor flex with That's directors. true. That's true. But like like uh I don't know. I feel like you like some of these places you go to and I've had this experience where I'm like, "All right, I've dressed up." Mhm. And then everybody's like, "Man, you should have wore a hoodie or something." Like this, you know. But why do you, you think people are so concerned? Why is that a thing? I don't know. Like for me, I I feel like torn cuz I feel like at heart I'm a preppy. Okay. At heart, I am a, a, a sweater double, wearing, a double pop rugby collar. wearing, <laughs> not double wearing. Part, pop collar, but like 
you know, boat shoe or whatever I think is the 2023 equivalent okay. of a boat shoe, you know. And I feel like, and I think, you know, going through what we went through, it's hard to be like a a, a revolutionary in a in a preppy. I you mean, know, it's hard to have like such a Eurocentric idea of of what you like as fashion, and then mm, also be throw down the fist for the clubs. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could break the mold, bro. We could do it together. I mean, the mold's been broken, but then that dude went and, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, Ali, dog, you was, that's why I mess with you heavy. Cause it's like, dog, we were riding like, for you. We was riding for you. Cause you had on a collar, but you was, you, you was talking that Black Panther stuff. And now it's like, dog. It jacked us up. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen that equivalent to this day. So maybe there's a shift. That's yeah. about to happen because we're the fashion right now. I just don't know what to say. It's giving fifth element sometimes, you know. I do feel like that. I do feel like all right. If I if I go in back in time mm-hmm. with a picture of Lil Uzi, then my past <laughs> self will know he's definitely from the future. He has. He's got to be. be from the future. <laughs> Look at this picture. There's no one that looks like this in, no one. here. But the kids are wearing these things. You know, yeah. I, I teach I teach college kids, you know what I'm saying? And and their wardrobe is just exactly. Thank you. You know, mm-hmm. you yeah. can't get enough of those. You out here teaching the college kids. I've been seeing kids. the videos online. I it, I think it's it might be one of your classes, uh-huh. I don't know. But y'all be moving so fast. <laughs> Y'all you know be what's crazy? Doing all the stuff, I'm not, and it's like, I'm yo, not the why y'all mover? going so fast? Listen, I'm not the fastest choreographer out there. Let me tell okay. you, I'm I'm actually real. Like, if you come, you're gonna come take my class and realize I could do some of this, all if right. not most of it. This is all a right. challenge. That might be a, that might be a video. I I'm might, holding I might you accountable bring, to bring this. Bring a, a camera person because I deal I'll with grooves. Your... I'm an OG when it comes to like movement and you feeling good when you dance. I'm a boogier. Like I love right. to dance. Okay. And as a youth, if I saw something on TV. I was going to try it, That's whether right. it was spinning on the head, uh-huh. whether it was doing a worm, uh-huh. whether it was like, you know, hammer, like, like whatever. Right. I was like, like in for, oh, Heavy D can do that. I know I could do that. Now, like, let me that tell was, you, Heavy D was moving, though. Heavy Let's just D be was clear. moving. He was, you know, there's a style called House. Okay. Right? Which is very like up, bouncy. You're using a lot of like footwork. Yeah. And if you go back to like now that we found Yeah, like, yeah. He was jamming in that that yellow suit. Yeah. You know no, what I'm No, no, the little like that jump hop. that Heavy D was doing, you could tell cause when you see Heavy D on uh, a different world, mm-hmm. everybody's trying to do the Heavy D move like Ron and like, that's right. like Dwayne that was, that's and they right. look crazy. Right, but Heavy D had the flow though. Yeah, yeah. And he was he was he was a, a big dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he knew how to move, you know R. what I'm saying? R.I.P. Heavy D. Listen, he he has the classics. He has some classics. Some dance for sure. classics, yeah, but like yeah. his flow over these like some of these are like house tracks. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I see a lot of artists doing that now. You okay. Know? Okay. And 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 those are the things that I bounce to. Do you like look at some of the dances that like uh, pop up and like incorporate some of them, or at least like like learn how to do them, like like the park height strut in uh, Baltimore? There and I mean dances. Chicago is, footwork. Dance and, is so regional. Yeah. At least at least like 
as far as like hip hop underground culture. Like mm-hmm. New York has its dances, obviously Chicago, Florida. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think you get sturdy. Now on a good day, <laughs> okay, I might drop a one and a two, but my knees at this point, you know what I'm saying? Okay, like, okay. The sturdy, I might do two or three or four drops, and then we're done for the day. Got you. I'm unsturdy. I can't. I can't sturdy sober. Now my that makes a lot said, of sense. My homeboy said, like, like when I got a few back in me, then I, I can. You good? But now let me ask you this: sturdy. What's the after? What's the aftermath of that? How you wake up the next morning? I probably wake up like I don't know. I don't know why my legs. <laughs> yeah, doing Are what locked. it's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, there's there's a lot of dances. I think you you would be not able to do that you already know how to do like that's my flow is okay. like choreographing to, to music um that that makes you feel good the audience is enjoying it you know i see a lot of and big ups a lot of choreographers out there who hit the every count every beat i mean mm-hmm. i trained that way when i first got to la every class is one yen and i'm like this is a lot Okay. You know, so there's there's that end of it as far as complexity but like i'm i'm a groover i'm a bouncer so you gotta come on through. Okay. Do you do you ever um I, I'm gonna come through. I'm gonna come through. All right. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you get some of the like pressure of like why you didn't go to a HBCU? You know because because you know part of my brand is like stepping. Sure. You know, pe- people. That's automatically... what I was. I was literally shocked when you said you went to MIT because I'm oh, like yo, do you are the guy that brought stepping into like a lot of different you know choreography and stuff yeah i mean the thing is what people don't know usually is that our organization is the divine nine like maybe half or a little less than that were founded at pwis predominantly white institutions my my organization alpha phi alpha fraternity corporate was founded at cornell so when we see stepping it was birthed out of more of the hbc HBCU culture, Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, we're all in the same kind of organization. So those yeah. things spread to to different parts of the country. And so when I brought it to, you know, mainstream again, because it's been brought, you know, we have a different world. I was watching a different world when I was a kid. Okay. And, you know, Sister, Sister and House Party 2 and Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. And, and they were acknowledging HBCU culture. Now, I didn't go to one, but I felt connected to it. Yeah. Bringing it to mainstream again, I knew how important it was for people to see that it wasn't just HBCUs. Yeah. That other uh, chapters, other universities step, mm-hmm. and the culture is just as rich. We might not have as many black people at the school. Sure. But, like, in Boston, um, there's a lot of universities in, like, a square, one square mile radius. And so we kind of were, like, one collective HBCU. Okay, so y'all mess with like the Harvard people and the Boston yeah, College people. Yeah, yeah, it was like, all one big unit. We used to have okay. this thing called Holiday. Okay. But like H O L L A Day. Okay. And it was like this big. Like Holler. Like Holler. Okay. You remember, we used to say Holler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I miss that. <laughs> R.I.P. Holler. Um, but we had this holiday and it would have all the black organizations, all the student groups on campus, and we would come together, have vendors, and then we would have like stepping and stroll competitions. Okay. And that was that was our HBCU moment. That's crazy. So, that sounds that sounds lit. It was lit. I got the yeah. tapes. I'll send them to you later. Yo, if y'all need a holiday comedy show, 
Hit your boy up. Look, it could be a moment. We could yeah. bring that back. That was yeah, that yeah. was back in the day, but it was it, it made me feel like I was at these schools and you know, I always acknowledge, you know, HBCUs and, and all the work that they've poured into our community. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And and it's rich and it's something that um, you know, I support and continue. Like it's not like we're going to ever negate the fact that these things do and were birthed out of HBCU culture. Sure. You know? Do um do you is there any era in time you wish you could like dance in? You yes. wish you could like like be in like in, in your most easy dancing time? Easy. What? I want you to guess. Based on what you saw on Sherman Showcase where I was obviously we were going through all the eras. Okay. Um I'm gonna think nineties. Nah, man. Nah. Ah. I kind of grew. I mean, I grew up in the nineties. All right, so I, all right. I mean, dancing professionally, no. Seventies, the seventies, bro. Yeah, the the all of it. You watch Soul Train, like the old tapes, all the time. Okay, so. that was kind of how I got the job. I was like a, a mini Soul Train encyclopedia. Like, yeah. When I tell you, our people were jamming, jamming, and not jamming for like, oh, I want to get on. No. Like they got on, but it was. But they were jamming for like, you know, like like the. I felt like what was going on in that room. That's right. Was as important. That's right. As what you saw. As what was being filmed. They just captured what was going on in that room. I mean, there's some episodes they were going in. where they're jamming, and the song is a ballad. <laughs> like somebody's performing a ballad. He says, "Sing it," and they're like, why. "Yeah." Yeah, you're the one that I've been <laughs> like, waiting for. Forget it. I got more moves <laughs> to do, and I know you can't cut this part out. You can't. You can't cut me out if I'm in the front row. <laughs> now, some guys would go mad hard though. Like I just watched yeah. the clip, and everyone was like in a pocket. But this one guy, I don't know what he was on or if he was really feeling the music. But he's in the front, and his neck is popping back. But I'm like, when you feeling it, you feeling it. It's crazy. All the people that were Soul Train dancers, like Rosie Perez, Alex Thomas, Vivica Fox. That's right. Rerun, like yeah, they're it's iconic. Nuts. You it's know, nuts. Rosie Perez. She was she was a moment. Yeah. Do you watch Push her? Uh, I think her niece has a TikTok where she recreates. Oh no! Nah, you got to send dances. that to me. Oh, it's it's because Rosie was going off. Rosie was going off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many pumps she did in one episode yeah. of Soul Train, but at least a hundred. That was her move right yeah. here. You know, the, the, ain't nobody pumping. They nobody pumping. Stardom Nobody's anymore. pumping. <laughs> no one's using one move yeah. to go to stardom to super stardom. <laughs> Rosie, holler. They, the opening of Do the Right Thing is Rosie she Perez. She for five minutes, bro. Boogieing with some boxing <laughs> with gloves some, on. <laughs> she was power. literally fighting the power. With her pumps. Yeah. You can't be mad at it. That was that was actually, if you really want to correlate it, you could think about that as like a through line to what crumping is today. Mm. And that it's a response to what's going on and that energy that you're pushing out. Mm. You just made me think of something. That's wow. That's a thing. You know, they have some crumpers during, you know, uh the Black uh Lives Matter movement coming out. And I know you I know y'all saw it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. I know y'all saw it. Now. <laughs> exactly. But but in a nonviolent way, right? It spoke to uh, uh, the physical movement of our people and how we were feeling, right? Yeah. Words can say a lot. 
mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. to see someone physically move that way, there's some kind of impact. Some people might think it's crazy, right? It looks wild. It did some look people say wild. It looks wild. It looks wild. But you got go back to Rosie Perez. Dang. People thought she was wild, right? But do the right thing is 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 iconic for, it for is certain iconic. reasons. Yeah, yeah. Pumps aside, but you know, no, Spike no. Lee put that in the beginning of the movie for a reason. That's true. Also, pumps are important too. Like, <laughs> there's no Bobby Brown solo video where he doesn't pump. We Even could, rock with you. There's one that they like cut to, but like his his arms are like this. Listen, like like he's Bobby's in mid pumping. Yeah. What's what's the song that he has with Ja Rule? I just found that video in the, the other day. Get warm. He had three pumps coming out the helicopter. <laughs> For sure. So ja! <laughs> <laughs> it's murder. Yeah. I love that song, man. I love that song too. Thug it's just, loving. It's thug loving. It's raw, but it's talking about love. Yeah. He hit it. And I know you're getting warm. Was it warm or bored? I think it's bored. You playing that right now? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you get all, do all this on the top of Thug Lovin'? It's a love song. I didn't even know. <laughs> you gonna get somebody's CD taken away? What up, Gotti? But come on, come it's on. a bop. You know, they had to be in a helicopter for this. Man. This is too. In a New York Dealing with him. My thugging. Yes. Shout out Bobby Brown, man. <laughs> Shout you know, the, out Bobby the Brown. The Browns do it big, okay? The Browns do it big. We got Bobby know? Brown. Bobby Brown. Chris, Chris Brown, Brown. James Brown. Judge when it comes, When it comes to dancing, the Browns is where it's at. You heard it here first. Now, I don't know about those other things. Yeah, no. no, no, no. This, they got a wild Let's track just record be clear. across the board. Right. Like, <laughs> your boy has some fun. Yeah. But we'll yeah, just yeah. keep it right there. But you know? no, you 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 was like the Brown of MIT, though. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you on a different, different side of things. I'm you know? so glad we don't have, like, a call-in hotline. <laughs> Because I know some people in college probably be like, uh, part of me, but... Is that Joe Brown from uh, 2004? No, because when I was at MIT, I lived in a dorm called Chocolate City. Okay. And so a lot of people like, what? Chocolate City was a dorm that was founded in 1975 by, by black and Latino male students who associated with, at the time, funk culture. Okay. So Chocolate City being DC. Reference to the, uh, yeah. That's yeah. right. So that obviously um, merged or started to flow into the hip hop culture. So okay. anyone who associates with that vibe and that culture is really like this brotherhood. And so we used to, yes, come on. Yeah. And we used to throw these events in our dorm. Okay. That we would manage and secure. So just imagine three floors in a dorm room, parties college black boston mm-hmm. you know descending upon this dorm for a party that sounds lit it, it w- sounds lit also sounds like you know 
house parties at that time was totally different. Which is why I said, you know I'm glad there's not a hotline. Hey, <laughs> the way we express ourselves through dance was, it was a different time. It was the windows you to know? the wall. <laughs> for sure. For Literally. sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, hey, I, I hope the, the, the people that started that dorm, you know, I hope it's not like, yo, we had enough. All right, no. we, hey, we need, hey, we need our own dorm. It's too crazy over here. You know, it's it's changed. It's mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, quarantine changed some things. But you know, I went back and I talked to the the younger brothers in the house just to like, you know, just pour back into them like, yo, y'all got to really hold this house down because, yeah. you know, obviously universities can take things away if they sure, don't feel like sure, it's beneficial to the sure. community. And 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 now I'm seeing them like, you know, they're throwing more events after quarantine because I know that like rocked their world. Oh, yeah, no, I bet. You know what I'm saying? So just seeing them coming back and, you know, we need it at a campus like MIT. Mm -hmm. We need to be able to relate outside of the engineering and and all the things that are happening on campus. That's our safe space. So shout out to Chocolate City. Shout out to Chocolate City. Shout out to Mm -hmm. all all the black kids out there. At, at, at these, the white schools, at these white schools, <laughs> but but no, all the all the kids out there at MIT, because yeah, we I don't think I don't think we really get to hear that story, and that that is amazing. You no, know? there's there's a lot of amazing um, things that happen at MIT. You know, not just black kids, but just kids in general who are coming from all walks of life, all different backgrounds, and they're literally changing the world as we speak as they're in school. Man, you know, that's real. Joe, um, uh, what's your favorite color sky? Wow. You threw me with the sky. Okay. I Can I give you a time of day? Yeah. I really like twilight. Okay. All and, right. And I say that, I mean, it just feels very ethereal. It feels like my thoughts are clearer in those moments. Mm-hmm. You know, people are kind of settled down. The world is quiet. Mm-hmm. And just looking up at the sky. It's not pitch black. Got you. But there's a little bit of light coming through. Like, yeah. I, I really enjoy those colors. Okay. Okay. Which are like the blues and the purples. The and blues those are my favorite and the colors anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Have you seen Swarm? I literally just finished it last night. What What did you think? As, as somebody that was involved with, you know, say the her homecoming name. experience. <laughs> say her name. <laughs> say it. Naja. That's right. <laughs> Naja. Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh like like was it was it trippy? Was it like, you know, was it just were you able to just get all the humor out of it? Or were you just like I, I this definitely is wild? I definitely chuckled simply off the fact that they were just so blatant about it, but not blatant. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, even when yeah. they were blurring out the name, I saw yeah. one of the, you know, characters like the B was forming. Yeah. So I know they did that intentionally. Yeah. You know. As far as the fandom, I have experienced that, just being in that camp for a little bit and and seeing how tight security has to be because the fans are really wild. I was at the show where the guy ran up. It was a you guy there that for, ran on the, up. On the run uh, two. On the tour. run two in Atlanta the first yeah. night. Yeah, a guy in a New Orleans Saints jersey ran up on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. I mean, I'm like, where's Julius at? That, that should have never happened, but... <laughs> You know, the fans are really wild because we felt it, you know, um, in the Coachella show, you know, they were the bugaboos and we were kind of like featured. Yeah. And when I tell you the type of DMs we were getting. Yeah. Because they felt like we were like attached to her, like we were her kids or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And like the, the requests, the responses, you know, were pretty out there. So I know Swarm I bet. has some 
truth. Yeah, a lot of yeah, truth to it. Yeah, I mean, not not. You know, I I think that that it's it's in its genre. It's a it's horror, right? Right. And normally horror, you know, the way it gets into it is something that we've seen before. So right. I thought it was cool that they like got into it through something that is like commentary. That's right. On on a you know on a thing. I do I do hate like how it's loosely based off of like one individual and instead when you, of when you like, say loose multiple. like can you give me your, is this loose cause it was tight it was pretty on par with you know what I'm saying yeah 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 they weren't even trying to hide it like yeah I mean but it is a thing you know yeah. and, and I think you know when we when we talk about fandom but just even more so just idolizing people sure I think that's what I took out of it like we're in this day and age where everyone can be a star, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. But everyone has talents, and I think when you when you push so much energy into one person, it creates this this community of of people that I think is a little unhealthy. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, when when you are paying thousands upon thousands of dollars, you know, to go see the concert. Now, let me be clear: her concerts are lit. Yeah, like, if you're gonna pay thousand oh, no. dollars, you're gonna see her. I'm going to Renaissance, right? Because that that album was it's, like, and I I I never like I, I'm you know I'm I'm a Beyonce fan, but okay. I'm not I'm not to the degree right. of now. This is new to Beehive me. Them. I didn't know this about you. So. I know I like okay. I watched Coachella the first week mm-hmm. live stream mm-hmm. right. I didn't go. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one level where you're like, I'm paying. I'm going. I'm going to California. I'm standing in the desert. Right. In yeah, the yeah. dust and so, all the things. I'm not that. But I did watch someone's live that I didn't know the next week mm-hmm. and watch the, the, the pink performance. Right. Like, and, you know, through like, just like, hopefully they got a full battery, you know. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's where I'm at. Like, I'm not. I'm not. You're like, not pushing kids over, you know. To, no. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> I enjoy the music. Okay. I enjoy the music, and I do want to. I do want to see, you know, how it, I'm not knocking people down, asking for visuals. Right. Right. We've gotten so many Beyonce right. videos. This is correct. You know what I'm saying? So I'm. I'm not that. I'm not that level where I'm like, where the visuals? Where the visuals? Right. You know, I'm not that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. I do enjoy the music. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think I think Renaissance. At first, I was like, I don't know yet because I was listening to things out of order. The first track, okay, was just a little aggressive for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, release your job, release. Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. I need a release from hey, listening to this. Yeah, these because, bills ain't gonna release. Right, I'm, I'm a little panicked right now as right. I'm going to work because um, he's telling me what to do. But but as a body of work, mm-hmm. I think it's excellent. Like. The songs flow. You feel like you're taking on some kind of club journey. Sure, you sure. know what I'm saying. And and I think she's had content that was a little bit more rooted in in the the problems that are plaguing our society. She's had those moments. Mm-hmm. So I think this is kind of more like uplifting celebration. Yeah. Like let's just loosen up from all these things. So I I I, I applaud her and her team for for putting that together. And the visuals will just be the tour. That's what that's what that should be. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. We got a million Beyonce visuals, and there's so many classic albums from the '70s that are no visuals. Like you know, Chocolate that, City don't got a visual. Yeah, we weren't thinking about that back then because we were going live. You know, we were going to experience 
Parliament and mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't there for that, but you know what I'm saying? But I, I watched a Parliament con- concert on YouTube. That's right. And they were crazy. They, they every six months, would have a different show, different-looking different show, look. different theme and everything. And it's it like, kept you intrigued. I mean, live shows, I think, need to be... That energy needs to be brought back, right? Yeah. We are so consumed and confined to our phones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why everyone's like, the visuals. I'm like, there's nothing like going and seeing a live show. That's real. Like, my little cousin, she was watching Thriller, mm-hmm. right? She could sit through Thriller. I'm like, she likes Thriller. I'm going to show her All Right by Janet Jackson, uh-huh. right? She keeps tapping the screen to see how much time is left. <laughs> It's like, it's a video. It's only like five minutes. Like, what do you mean? It's just like, oh. So she don't have patience for, for Janet, but she got patience for Michael? Is that yeah. what's going on? Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know, but. I mean, was it the right video that you showed her? You know, I never skipped Janet. I love Janet. I thought All Right was the perfect video the for Callaway. a little. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah, that's just a shoot. got on pants. Yeah, you this, couldn't, you couldn't show not... her like if. Or nothing like no, that. No, no, no. Doom, 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 doom. I'm gonna get in trouble. I mean, but, I mean, right. I watched as a kid. Cab Calloway. I'm thinking <laughs> this is gonna be great. She don't and care. she was trying to fast forward through it. It's okay. Well, you know, it's Janet. It's Janet. Joe, where can the people find you? Anything you want to tell the people you want to promote? For sure, man. Well, you can find me on Instagram at Joe underscore Brown 101. It's 101 because that's my birthday, October 1st. I'm a Libra down, okay? Okay, Not that that matters, but it matters. Um, And then I I definitely want to promote my uh, performance company, Stro Groove Incorporated. We are a crew uh, of professional dancers who step and stroll and do all sorts of immersive performances. And this is our 10-year anniversary this year. Wow. Since I started it back in 2013. So we are doing it big this year. So check us out at Stroll Groove on IG. Bet. Joe Brown, thanks so much for coming through. This is incredible. I learned so much about you. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, learned, I learned so much about you. I mean, the polos, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we shared this preppy moment. It's yeah, a thing. We know, are bonded, thing, preppy for brothers. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has been the Inconsistent Podcast with Rob Hayes.